Hello, guys. You are listening to Diet Talk. This is episode two. I know in episode one, I did mention how I was going to be interviewing my nutrition professor, Stephanie Obi. However, she was not able to do the interview, so I rescheduled. And here today, we have nutrition and wellness coach Debbie Peterson here with me today. We're going to be talking about her and what she does. Debbie, would you like to take it away? Sure. Yes, I am a health and wellness coach. And I am uh, co-partners with uh, Wendy Bright Fallon of our business called Nourish Coaches in Red Bank, New Jersey. And we coach individuals, groups, families, uh, anybody who, who'd like to get well <laughs> and aren't feeling really well. And we, we do that use it with a holistic approach. Uh, it's not just about nutrition. It has to also include a lot other areas of life, including sleep and movement and mindset and connection with other people. So that's the basis for our business. That is all right up my alley and what I'm super passionate about. I would like to focus on the nutrition aspect a little bit though, if that's okay with you. What got you into nutrition? Well, that's a great question. I, um, my, I was raised probably healthier than the average person. So that was sort of my start just because my mother was a little bit more tuned into not having junk food in the house and so forth. But um, what really got me going was uh, in my late 20s, I was trying to get pregnant and I could not get pregnant. And so not wanting to do the medical roots, um, I thought, you know what, maybe there's something behind uh, me being a little bit healthier with what I'm eating and everything. So I started researching and started changing my diet and really cleaning things up. And I think that's when it just kind of clicked for me that, wow, nutrition is really important and it really is connected to so much of our health. And so it started a new passion of mine. And that was now more than 20 years ago. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. I know fertility issues and what you eat, they go hand in hand. Absolutely. And I think mindful eating plays a huge role in that. And that's kind of the perfect segue to kind of get behind the purpose of this podcast. I really want to talk about diets and the positives and negatives of diet culture. So I'd love to pick your brain about how you guys address diet within your practice, because I know people come in with their own preconceived notions and things like that. So I'd love to know what you think, if there's any positives or negatives to diets and how that impacts what you do. Right, right. That's that's such a important subject. And it's something we are really, we really concentrate heavily on um, my business because so many people come to us having tried so many different fad diets or even different ways of eating. And uh, a lot of the times they're coming to us because they've ultimately failed. In 2008, I graduated from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And in doing that during my training, I tried a whole bunch of different kinds of things because they were introduced to me for the first time, um, including things like vegetarianism and keto and intermittent fasting. And um, I didn't try the Atkins diet, but I was introduced to it and a few other things like that. And it was just sort of an experiment of, wow, how is my body going to react? So I in myself try a lot of them and ultimately said, you know what? I need the Debbie diet, so I don't do any <laughs> kinds of diets now. <laughs> um, that said, a lot of people come to us with ideas that they think that a certain diet really works for them, like, and um, we, we don't challenge them. We just kind of work with them until um, they realize that, yes, it does work, or no, it really doesn't work. And I have to say most, if not 
all fad diets work until they don't work. And the reason for that is because diets aren't custom made. Their diets are made to, you know, it's sort of like the one size fits all approach and it doesn't work. Humans just don't work that way. I feel like nutrition is something that is super personal and it's not really looked at that way. And I think that's kind of silly. And it's funny you bring up intermittent fasting because that's what I focused on in my first episode. I tried intermittent fasting, but I found that it's really hard to maintain that, especially when you're busy. That's exactly right. And, and that point in it of itself is that's what people find the most challenging with any kind of diet is that it's hard to stick to. And that's why diets don't ultimately work because if they're not sustainable, they're not going to work. And so you have to choose your own diet, your own way of eating that, eating that fits your lifestyle and something that you want to do, not, not in any kind of deprivation, no kind of anything that's, you know, a fad that's going to be uh, something that's not in style in another year or two. So really it's, it's, it's not about what, what is the shiny, you know, new thing that's out there. It's about, it's a little bit boring, you know, it's like what works for you and really what works for you might not work for you in another few years because our bodies are forever changing. And I think that's what's hard today with media is we have social media, we're following all these fitness influencers. And the next thing you know, we're all like, oh my God, keto is the next best thing, but we're not seeing any results. I've experienced it personally with a couple of my friends. Do you think social media has impacted your clients? And do you think you've gotten more clients because of the content people are seeing online? Uh, I think, yes. The first answer is yes. Social media, of course, has affected it because there's, it's so marketing is, you know, they are really good now, you know, in, in how they go about their ads on social media and, and the before and after and the the testimonials of people saying how it works and, you know, all the doctored photos or videos that they do. It's very, very tempting. So absolutely, it's made a huge impact on diets and people wanting to do them. As far as us getting more clients because of it, I don't think so. I think, um, by the time clients come to us, uh, they've already tried so many different things that they are ready to change their lifestyle. They've already realized that diets aren't diets aren't what they need to do. It's what they need to do is lead a healthy lifestyle, which is where we come in. I love how you focus on the lifestyle side of everything too, because I feel like people try to compartmentalize that, and you can't because what you eat is directly related to how you feel. So I kind of want to go into a deep dive of social media and how that can be kind of detrimental because I feel like it puts people into a corner. It makes them really want to pick one specific diet. So when you have a client who's dead set on this certain diet, do you have to kind of dig them out of that? Or how do you address a client who's really honed in and focused on one type of diet? Well, our model as coaches are to not tell anybody what to do is so much to guide them and to so when they come to us and they say, I want you to help me to use this diet, we may think well, it is not going to work for them. We, we don't say that. We say, okay, well, let's see. What can we do within this diet? And just ask them questions and continue to kind of guide them and asking questions to help them self-discover that what they're doing probably isn't great for them. So, <laughs> and it usually comes out pretty quickly, you know, say if somebody starts, you know, XYZ diet. And it, and almost always they deprive them of something that they want to be eating um, or they make it so harder to do something that they normally would do. I, you know, we would question, say, well, how did that make you feel to not be able to do that or to eat that? 
And they'll say, well, it made me want to do it more. And we'd say, well, how would it feel if you allowed yourself to do that, but maybe a little bit less or at this time or whatever else until they realize, oh yeah, I, I really don't need this diet. I can do my own thing and do it well. <laughs> so <laughs> that's usually how it goes. You know, it's a matter of kind of ask, asking the right questions to them and letting them discover that what they're doing isn't really working. Now, would you consider this more like mindful eating? I know in the beginning you mentioned the Debbie diet. So with clients, you're kind of working to get them to find their own diet. How do you gear that towards themselves and get them to kind of start doing mindful eating? Yes. So the first thing we would do is find out what what are they eating? What do they like to eat? And find out what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Most people know that, say, um, say I have, you know, Mary Jane comes in and she knows that every time she eats bread, she, her stomach begins to hurt. So I'll say to her, you love bread. And yes, she may love bread, but every time you eat bread, it, it upsets your stomach. Yes. So what would you suggest? What would, what would you say if you were the coach, um, to a client who says, every time I eat bread, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Just limit said, the well, I would probably, pro- yeah, I'd probably say not to eat bread or to choose, you know, maybe small amounts. If you really, really want it small amounts at a time that, you know, that maybe if you're not feeling great, it won't disrupt your day. Um, if it's worth that sacrifice, you know, so it's a matter of putting control into people's hands. And so they don't feel that rebelliousness of, Oh, someone told me I can't do something. Um, and so it really becomes their own designed diet of what they know works for them. And if I see that, okay, what they don't know necessarily that they could use more vegetables, I might suggest, why don't you try adding a few more vegetables this week? Or why don't you try a brand new vegetable, go to the store and look at something. And I would absolutely help you come up with a recipe for it um, or ways to prepare it and, and try to introduce new ideas to them um, so that they can add to their diet in healthy ways. And that's what my main issue with diet is. It's so restrictive. It tells you what you can and cannot do. And I think in American culture specifically, we look at diet as something that has to be controlled. And Mm -hmm. the way you eat, you should just be like fueling your body. You eat when you're hungry. You stop when you're full. I know it's easier said than done. So simple, right? (laughs) It sounds so simple, but I know so many people, like myself included, like struggle with that. Yes, we do, because we are a society of excess, you know, and and our bodies are still, our bodies are still the way they were thousands of years ago when there wasn't excess. So we still have cravings for foods that weren't easy, easy to come by. But now they're here and in our face everywhere we go, even at Home Depot. You know, you go to Home Depot, there's food in your face. So it's hard for us, our brains, which are programmed to say, eat sugar, eat salt, eat fat, because that was scarce at, at, at most of our human existence. And now all of a sudden, it, there's so much of it and it's at our fingertips at all times. And so really, to be healthy, we almost have to go against everything that our biology is telling us. <laughs> And that's the hard part. That's why so many people get on board with fad diets and things like that. And and everybody wants a you know a, a 
a quick fix. Everybody would love to take off weight, you know, tomorrow, but it ultimately it doesn't work that way. I mean, to, to be ultimately healthy and well, isn't it's, there's no sexy way to do it. It's a lot of time and a lot of effort. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Sometimes a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It can be, although diets, boy, they, they can also cost you a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. And I also feel like there are some adverse effects. You can fall into unhealthy eating habits really quickly. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. We see that over and over and over again. That's all the questions I have for you today. I'd like to thank you again so much for coming on my podcast. And while you're here, are there any social media or events you'd like to plug while I have you on? Uh, our social media, we're at Nourish Coaches on Instagram and uh, also on Facebook is the same as Nourish Coaches. Um, and the, as far as upcoming events, right, we just started. What we do is we have a group, we have a six month group that meets weekly in the office or also on Zoom. It's kind of a hard, hybrid. And right now we, we filled that group. It just started last night, but we're going to be offering another group in January, which is a great way for people to um to start on this wellness, it's not as intimidating as meeting one-on-one, although also people do really well working one-on-one. It really depends on your style, um, but that's what's coming up. But we also have a cookbook, if I would like to plug that, called it's it's called Nourish, a community-supported cookbook. It's available on Amazon. And, and our reason that we came up with this idea to have a cookbook is we wanted to prove that eating healthy is easy. All of the recipes in there are simple, minus maybe one or two that are a little bit more complicated, but they're all simple and all healthy using real whole foods. And we just wanted to prove, look, it's not a big deal. You can make anything, even if you're not much of a cook. Here it is. And we made a book based on that idea. So That's what I need to do. I love to eat food. I just don't like cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a look at our cookbook and you'll see. You'll, you don't have to like cooking to make most of those dishes are really easy to make. Oh. I want to thank you again, Debbie, for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you this afternoon. I've learned so much and I'm looking forward to speaking with you soon. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of Diet Talk Podcast. Tune in next week where we have some more appetizing conversation. <laughs>